Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy talk. I'm your host that was born and raised on the West Coast, Logan, and joining me via satellite is the man who requires no introduction, but regardless of that fact, I'm going to give him one anyway, your own Baron of Bionicle, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? Hello, people. Welcome back yet again. We're here. Going strong on on number 18 right here, right now. Number 18. Feels good, man. Feels good. It feels good to know that, um, that I, that, you know, I give up on everything else, but this has <laughs> been <laughs> the only constant for the last 18 weeks of my life. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I'm like, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, like, the, the, the amount of episodes that we're doing like is starting to to catch up really quick to the amount of episodes I've done on my other podcast. Mm-hmm. And I started that shit like almost 2 years ago. What what, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like <laughs> this is making me like excited and also a little bit nihilistic. I, I kind of dig it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's we promised the people tenacity and we gave it to them. Oh man, that we deliver hard. There's, there's no goof-em-ups here. We just give you fucking tenacity and toys. And did we have tentacles last week? Auga. Did we do it? Ah. Did we do a tentacle last week? I have a feeling I might have a wugad, but yeah, we did one. I something about uh, Betty Crocker being a tentacle monster. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. That it didn't get lost in the uh, the broken audio I had to cut out. Oh, thank, thank God. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> if if it was, I was gonna go in and post and just like ominously say tentacle <laughs> just that was part of the get plan. one of those those um the like stephen hawking's voice simulator type <laughs> things i just i feel like that's the only way to describe it just do a robo voice just yeah yeah exactly like robo voice it up just throw down on a robo voice feels right feels right i really hope i didn't just what the fuck is i'm sorry i'm I'm good. I'm still okay. I'm still recording. That's awesome. <laughs> I was worried for a minute that it just disappeared. Are you I minimized my screen? Are you multitasking? No. <laughs> Heavily. <laughs> what was what? I'm I know. That, I know this is untoy related. What was the weather like in Vancouver today? hot as balls okay yeah i was living that same experience so i decided to go on a mission and get adult things done this morning okay Uh, and i left the house and when i left the house it wasn't really anything special it was a little bit cloudy it was nice and breezy and i was like all right i'm aware my like my bruce springsteen like denim blue jeans and my t-shirt and i'm a strut (laughs) the town feeling like the boss and i i went downtown did a couple things saw some friends and when i came back outside the heat was just immense just so bad and i could just have you ever have you ever been in a wetsuit because that's kind of what my thighs felt like like it was like i was in a denim wetsuit it was it was fucking horrible um and then I, i it was a really weird day and i think it was partly in due to the fact that I was maybe dying of heat stroke, but I was like, I'm going to get tacos <laughs> because e- eating eating alone in restaurants isn't really a thing I do. I'll go <laughs> with friends, but I will never just like sit down and have a munch. It's not really my, my style. 
And okay. so in my in my in my heat stroken state, I um, I ate some tacos, mm-hmm. and then went out and bought some Gundams. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. that was my super long winded segue into uh, a chat about Gundams. It's funny because I was like, you were telling me about Gundams today, and I'm like, I've never heard you talk about Gundams ever before. But I just kind of always assume like everyone's into Gundam. So I just was like, yeah, okay, fuck it, whatever, we're already here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've... When I was a kid, I um, I I did a bit of Warhammer stuff, but I was always, mm-hmm. like, super shit at the game. Terrible at playing the game. No concept of strategy at that age. Just, it wasn't something for me. But I always really liked painting the models. That was always my favorite part. Yeah. And uh, our mutual toy friend, Aaron, big ups to Aaron... <laughs> Oh, yes. Aaron's getting a shout-out. Aaron dropped his iPad in the tub, so Aaron's probably not listening, because his platform for... Yeah, I was, I was worried. I was like, <laughs> oh man, would the same thing happen if you drop a toaster in there with, with the iPad? No, was... I don't think I don't think you get electrocuted. I think you just like get really sad, is, is what happens. <laughs> but uh, That's fair. Yeah, our buddy our buddy Aaron likes Gundams quite a bit, and he's oftentimes recommended that I pick up a kit, and I never really put much thought into it, and then I have no idea what possessed me today, but I went into, we've got like a train shop, hobby shop here in town, um, mm. and I picked up a couple of the uh, SD, like, super deformed weird ones. Oh, the little babby ones. Yeah, the little cutesy ones. And yeah, those are fun. It was a really fucking good day. Today was wonderful. I just sort of listened to hip-hop on the headphones and, like, made some Gundams, and it was wonderful. Oh, dude, that's kind of rad. Nice. Mm -hmm. Like, I was amazed at, like, the the sophisticated simplicity of how they do all their joints. Like, the, like, soft, not rubber, but, like, just a soft, squishy plastic. The ABS. Yeah, for, like, capping the the pegs and then just jamming everything together. And they pose really, really well. And just everything about them was, like, super pleasing. And so I did one up, and then I, uh... Uh, I decided to go stickerless because I'm not really a stickers kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then I did the other one up and then painted him and washed him and grimed him up. And I mean, he looks okay. I didn't, I didn't do a superb job, but it was fucking fun. And it was like ten bucks for like a little Gundam to have a fun time with. And oh yeah, no, they they are pretty pretty affordable now actually. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I think it it's kind of the perfect toy. Like, it's it's a toy... I mean, yes, you can be in love with the animes and have, like, a really strong bond with Gundam, or you can just be someone who thinks robots are fucking cool and everyone can have a nice time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's... It's kind of funny, because, I mean, I, I was doing Gundams, like, way back when I was, like, eight. And I was doing them almost, like, semi-consistently up until my early 20s um and i like i've got no attachment to the tv show at all i tried watching gundam seed when it was on whatever the ytv anime night thing was and i'm like oh man this show's definitely not for my demographic Mm -hmm. (laughs) then i tried watching other stuff and i'm like oh man i'm like not i don't i don't like this why why don't i like this i like the kits Why, (laughs) why, why why am i not liking this show 
But yeah, it's cool because you can just like, jump in and buy a fucking cool ass robot toy. You don't need to. It's one of those things where you don't need to necessarily like follow the lore or be like super into the lore to yeah. enjoy the product. Just like, Whereas, like the generic concept of giant robots that fight each other is good enough and it yeah. any context beyond that is just gravy like mhm mhm i mean I, I know it's built up more like the <laughs> the nuances of, of war but in space and there's just a bunch of gray sides and that things <laughs> and no no one side is good or bad it's like oh okay that's that's cool 12 year old boy who finds a robot and pilots it as the pilot of every episode yeah totally <laughs> so that's cool which which gundams which which sd gundams did you end up getting all right like what were the what the names hold on i'm grabbing grabbing boxes dude sweet play play the logan grabs boxes music boxes of Gundam, Gundam boxes with the names of them. Is it RX seventy eight dash two? Who knows? Maybe it's a high new. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Yeah, there's a full song. I like. I freestyled it because yeah, you inspired dude, you... me by saying you listen to hip hop today. You're on. You're on fire, dude. Just like my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I'm gonna have to. It is lit. I'm gonna have to cut that part of the episode, like steal that section, so that every time someone has to get up to grab something, we just play that clip. <laughs> God, we are gonna lose all of our listener. <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave us. I know this episode started off a little soft, talking about tacos, but we got to toys eventually. Were they soft tacos? Okay, I want to know the legitimacy of these tacos. Are we talking like? Taco Bell, someone just took a flour tortilla, threw some Cheetos in there, and called it a day? Are we, like, like the street taco, like, fucking carne and shit? You've you've got one of these taco shops in Vancouver. This taco shop opened uh, sometime in the last year here. Uh, La Taqueria? Uh, yes. So good yes, at yes, real yes. good ass tacos. They know what they're doing yeah. at Taqueria. Uh, uh, taqueria bomb ass tacos, ta- even. Taqueria is not a sponsor. But if, if they, they wanted be. to be. Oh my god, I would. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yes, we would answer all of your taco related questions. Yeah, any. By La Taqueria. Any Taqueria or <laughs> any taco related questions you want to send us here <laughs> at the podcast, we would gladly answer. As if, you're, if you want to know what the best taco is in Victoria. And you're like, hmm, there's like fucking 15 taco joints on one street. I need to figure out which one's the best. You just write to the show and we'll answer that question. Yeah, we'll we'll answer you. We will give you the hard, honest, the honest taco crunchy, truth, delicious lemon spritzed truth. Oh Jesus, I'm hungry. Oh, oh God, I wish this Gundam was a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck toys. We're gonna start talking about tacos now. <laughs> All right. So the tacos that I picked up today. I mean the Gundams that I picked up today. <laughs> Um, it was in fact the uh, the mobile suit RX seven eight dash two. Called it in the song. Yeah, you fucking nailed it, dude. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed him because he is arguably, de- probably, definitely the most like 
iconic and recognizable Gundam. Yeah, he is the Gundam. He, he is Gundam. He's the Gundam. So yeah, I grabbed him, and he looks great. I mean, obviously, the work that they've done in Photoshop on the front of this packaging is far better than I could ever do, um, as far as painting a model goes, but uh, he he is fucking wonderful. Um, I love the posability. Again, I want to say the sophisticated simplicity of the joint system, because it just it feels nice to say. <laughs> the, the ABS will go a long way. So I grabbed him. Uh, and then the other one I picked up is the uh, Astray Red Frame. Ooh, okay, nice. The one with, like, the katana and stuff? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, his shield and his scabbard did nothing for me, so I just didn't paint them. It seemed kind of weird because, you know, <laughs> you always paint all the bits, but I was like, yeah. I, I don't I don't like the way these look on him, and I just sort of left them in the box. <laughs> that's the best part about Gundam too. You'll always end up with random bits of shit that you don't care about. Yep, totally. You can maybe slap them on a different thing or set them on fire, whatever. Yeah, whatever, you. whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, but like the when he's holding the 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 giant katana, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So because big robots need big swords. Big robots do need big thing. swords. Yeah. That's that's my my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's okay. Here's another cool thing about that one, or at least something I think is really cool. It's not a beam weapon, whereas a lot of Gunnams are like it's fucking lasers because we're in space, space lasers, pink explosions. But like the red astray is like, no, I've got a chunk of metal that'll just cleave your robot in half. Mm-hmm. No fancy light tricks, just steel. Yeah, or he, he doesn't fuck around with, alloy. Yeah, he doesn't fuck around with beam swords or lightsabers. He's straight up smashing metal through your metal dog. Oh yeah, yeah, just just giving it one hundred ten percent because he's the astray. Don't give no shits. He doesn't need to. Um, yeah, it's a cool looking kit though. I really do like the way that one looks. Yeah, and normally SD figures, like, I've seen some, <clears throat> seen and played with some, like, Star Wars stuff that was SD, and mm-hmm. it just grosses me out real bad. Like, it's normally not an aesthetic that does it for me, but these, mm-hmm. oh, as I just, his foot shoots off and gets lost somewhere under my desk, um, his, uh, the aesthetic of these robots is really, really pleasing, and... I think maybe it's because I don't have context for them. Like, because I don't have a show or an image or an idea in my mind. I just have these robots to go on. They're wonderful. But, like, seeing something like Darth Vader, like, done all cutesy and weird, just, like, it makes my dick shrivel, dude. (laughs) Just it goes inside. It does, man. My, my, My bone dog disappears. Bone dog. Yeah, my bone dog, and and I'm left wanting. <laughs> All I have is this weird fucking chibi Darth Vader and a and a hard off and a hard off. <laughs> Just give me a hard no. <laughs> um one one thing that was a pleasant surprise with these figures and i guess i i probably should have made the connection in my head because they're made by bandai but my yeah. um my stage act stands that i use for um for sh figure arts uh yeah. the 
the plug that connects the like waist clampy bit when you pull that off that rod is the perfect size to jam straight up into their gooch because they've got oh, a little is it there. the same size yeah it's the exact same size on these ones so i can use oh, my nice. my stands i already have as flight stands oh that's rad oh thank you based bandai yeah straight up bandai for making your shit cohesive and just work together that's that's some fucking foresight not, not a lot of companies would do that no they just they'd be like oh fuck you gotta buy 13 other ones yeah blam suck it dog like <laughs> you know you're gonna buy it anyway you piece of shit like <laughs> wow why is why are they so mean over at hasbro I I, <laughs> they're just like fetish enthusiasts <laughs> like I, we identify as doms buy our toys you piece of shit oh you scum just bite it <laughs> bite the toy <laughs> they identify as doms and they've got a weird like yeah, but they like say it too <laughs> <laughs> like whoa fuck dude <laughs> guy comes out looking straight up just like gg allen <laughs> It's like right from the boardroom. <laughs> Man, Transformers are going to be fucking amazing next year. Oh. <laughs> they get off on like the, uh, like the, uh, oh shit, how do I want to word this? They get, o- they get off on dominating someone economically. Yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> made Kenner our bitch. <laughs> This is actually just someone dressed up as the Kenner logo in, like, a large dog crate underneath the, like, corporate desk (laughs) that they feed every once in a while, but, like, whip most of the time. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Or they're just, like, whenever they're upset, they're just, like, splashing coffee on them. (laughs) Exactly. It's wearing one of those, like, leather dog masks. (laughs) <laughs> the kind of the, from the... poor Kenner <laughs> oh man walking it around <laughs> like it's a Death Grips cover album <laughs> or album cover totally we're gonna buy some groceries <laughs> <laughs> the big daddy dom of Hasbro's just like what do you mean kids don't know who the fuck G.I. Joe is and then he splashes his coffee on the Kenner dog <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your baby yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh man, I can imagine being like looking like Gigi Allen, but also just like really overweight. Oh, totally. <laughs> so he's like some terrible bondage wizard. <laughs> terrible bondage wizard. <laughs> just walking his dog person. Oh shit. <laughs> Fuck man, we're we're this has been a great episode. We are so semi premium right now. This podcast goes on some some tangents every once in a while. Listeners at home or in the car to quote, or at your office. To quote Death Grips, we're known for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh fuck. Yeah, that was Get perfect. your fucking dog in here. <laughs> come, come. Fuck apart in here. Fucking <laughs> 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 Hasbro secretly this, like, weird post-apocalyptic. 
apocalyptic sex dungeon. Yeah, Hasbro <laughs> actually is behind FetLife. They like they run all, they run fetish MySpace. Oh my god! That's where the hostile takeovers have. They're like, oh, we're gonna have a munch with um, I don't know, fucking Irwin toy, and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing they know, they're chained to a radiator. <laughs> Oh shit! I like that you dropped having a munch. That's like that's a deep cut for everyone who's ever tried to explore their sexuality and use the internet to help do that. <laughs> when you want to go to Red Robins, but you also want to like knife play with someone later. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you want to get the shits from Red Robins and do some tub action later. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I'm imagining, like, 75% of our listeners is like, what the fuck are they going? And then the other 25 are, like, cringing in relatability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh, yeah. Also, if this is your first episode of the podcast, I apologize. <laughs> if this is the first time you've tuned in, you picked a, you I picked don't a apologize. weird one. <laughs> yeah. The best way to start. Um, this is a great segue, uh, because this next bit of toy news, in the news, uh, slide over to the new, the new desk, slide over to the news desk, and, uh, (laughs) and let's, let's have a chat. Um, Alright, see what's, what's going on in the, the world of toys. Uh, Mafex, Medicom. Yeah. They're doing some shit, and this shit is kind of relatable to our weird kink talk we just had, um, because they are doing a 12-inch Alex from Clockwork Orange. Oh, neato. Neato indeed, my friend. But I wanted to talk about uh, Mafex, and sorry, is Medicom the company and Mafex the brand? How does that work? Um, I think Medicom's like the umbrella company. Okay. Um, The Mafex uh, 12-inch stuff. How do you feel about it? Um, well, I can't say I own really anything. Ooh, that was a weird badunk noise. But that's a USB badunk. That was a USB badunk. <laughs> what the fuck has happened? Uh, okay, I think I need to pull out my external hard drive. Sorry, it's being all, all jank city. My bad. Okay, Mafex, let's, I'm gonna keep this going. I'm gonna keep this going. Keep it going strong. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't own anything from their 12-inch line. Um, I don't know if I even really own anything of theirs at all. Um, I know I had a couple of the... uh, They had like a weird little mini-mate. No, they had Kubricks. That's what it is. Okay, I lied. I've got a couple Kubricks. Because I'm fucking, I don't know, art toy collector hipster trash. Mm -hmm. Art toy toy explosion circa 2000... 2000... Eight, yeah, two thousand six, two thousand eight. I've got a couple of the uh, weird movie Pepsi tie-ins from Japan. Um, I've got the uh, the Alien and Predator one, and I think I've got like I don't know. I've I've got a lot of toys. I've probably got random fucking toys of theirs that I don't even know about because it's a it's a problem. Let's be serious. It's a problem. <laughs> but no, no, like, t- no. Twelve inch, what they call a real action hero. No, but go. I've been very tempted by Common Rider like one. Okay. I've I've seen one at the local animatorium. Yeah. 
and he keeps kind of dropping in price. Like he's he's gonna reach that golden like one hundred, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck it, why not? We're already here." Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't look like I'm. I'm just imagining like taking it out of the box and then being almost kind of instantly disappointed. <laughs> like I, I know Common Rider is like a dude in a rubber suit, but I don't want to be reminded of that. Okay. Because <laughs> like I'm gonna take him out and he's gonna be wearing like some weird fucking like rain jacket material and like the head's gonna be almost candy toy esque. I'm just gonna it's gonna not be happy. So with all the Metacom stuff that I've laid eyes on, mm-hmm. I feel like Metacom is this like half measure half step between like 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 that heinous dengar you gave me <laughs> like a half step between like oh fuck i almost spat take all over my computer i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe yeah. i said i said the d word we've managed to make it quite a few episodes without bringing up uh without bringing up dengar <laughs> It's like the reverse tentacle. Yeah, he's the opposite. It gives us a hard off when he gets <laughs> keep mentioned. Him, keep him away from us. You don't want to summon him like Beetlejuice. Yeah, if you say his name three times, you'll never be able to get rid of him. He'll be sleeping on the couch and using it as a urinal. It's going to be bad. Um, oh no, I got my armor all dirty. Soft tinkle noise. And you're like, oh, fuck off, Dengar. Yeah, he's shit. just terrible house guest. Like, he comes in really late, super drunk, and you can just hear his armor clanging to the ground as he's, like, <laughs> stripping as he goes to the couch. And you know it's just <laughs> heinous, dangly Dengar is rubbing all over your nice sheets you were so cl- kind to lend him. Your fucking living room would smell like a public transit bus. It would smell like like the night sweepings of the cantina bar. <laughs> He's the guy that would take on the bar mat on purpose. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like it's his favorite drink. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Oh. Uh, so I feel our I regular feel like... scheduled Dengar shit on. Uh, join us next week. <laughs> <laughs> join us next week when we uh, talk about Dengar. We're starting a new <laughs> podcast. No longer Good Morning Toy World. We're actually called the Dengar Cast. <laughs> and every episode we discuss why he's in the movie. Yeah. As he serves no purpose but to offend us visually. <laughs> I, keep, I keep like keep harassing people about it. <laughs> like do you fucking like Dengar? Do you? Cuz I will judge you. I will judge you straight up if you Some people are hardcore this. Dengar champions. Um, shout out to Aaron, our number one fan who loves Dengar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Aaron. Sorry. With the uh, with the Mayfex stuff, I always feel like it seems like it's this half step between like like Barbie and and Sideshow. Like it's this mm. the mm-hmm. qualities in a gray area where it's kind of good enough, but not really. Um, and so for for the Alex, like Alex looks, he looks pretty good. Uh, he comes with all the usual Alex bits that you would know and love. Oh um, God! Does he come with a big old dildo? He <laughs> no, he doesn't come with like the statue cock that he like murders that woman with. Unfortunately, maybe that'll be like a pre-order exclusive or something. That would be amazing. 
Um, but essentially, you'd be selling a dildo, like a really cute small dildo, like a like a a one six scale dildo. Yeah. <laughs> For your three, I'm surprised three A hasn't gone on that yet. Nope, 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 nope. That was a quarter scale. Never mind. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> when they're making dildos, um, well, one of the Pasha line ones has like a removable butt plug. Oh yeah, and then there was like there's been strap-ons and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, a- Ashley okay, so would. Ashley, well, on a strap-on and dildo is completely different thing when you think about it. A strap-on is different than a witch now. Than a dildo. Yeah, one one seems more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one something you'd find at the Hasbro headquarters. <laughs> yeah, one is something you use on Kenner at the Hasbro headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. What happened? What happened to this episode? <laughs> uh. Okay, what? He comes with a cane, right? He comes with a cane. Okay, so Alex comes with his signature hat. He com- <laughs> he comes with the weird like uh, wrist eyeball thingy things on his mm-hmm. on his on his sleeves, like um, cufflinks. Yeah, his, his weird eyeball cuffs. He comes with his cane that the dagger comes out of. Okay. Uh, he comes with a nourishing glass of milk. Mm. And Perfect. he, last but not least, um, he comes with the cock nose masquerade ball mask thing that he wears when he's out doing his rapings and stuff. Oh yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, all right. So it does and, come with something dildo-y, at least. Yeah, he he gets the cock nose on his on his mask. Um, he looks he looks pretty good, but again, it's it's Mayfex and it's I just don't know if the quality will be enough for me to buy like if the head sculpt will look good enough or the overall look of the figure will be good enough to make it a purchase but it's something yeah. i'm definitely on board with based solely on the character yeah no i can i can I, yeah i'm with you on that actually um Oh, sorry, I Google searched the wrong person. <laughs> You're Google My searching bad. Kenner butt plug? No. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, so many things that I search up because I have a terrible idea that I'm like, ah, oh, I probably should have put that in incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> I just straight up forgot to use it the other day, and I'm like, you know what? If somebody finds my porn... That sucks for them. <laughs> that sounds. That's. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Yeah. No. No. Um. Sorry. I was. I was looking at for Malcolm McDowell mm. because I just had a weird realization that he is in everything. Yeah. He's like you can say, "Hey, Malcolm McDowell, do you want to be in my indie production?" And be like, "I'll be right over." Yeah, it was a terrible Malcolm McDowell, but like <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what kind of satisfaction he gets out of doing really shit films because, or does he like tr- does he truly believe in just the craft in general? So he's willing to do films like bad films. Maybe 
Also, I don't, I don't know. Since we are toy customizers, if somebody did a really good Malcolm McDowell head sculpt, you could just jack all the clothing off the Medicom figure and make your own dope one. Which would be pretty. You know, considering how many, like. No, but it'd be like old Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, probably. No, somebody's probably made an Alex. I hope so. I have a feeling that that's something that might already be around. Like a one, a one sixth. Yeah. Alex. Yeah, like it was probably something like Cockney Future Man, oh, <laughs> brought I to see. you by random third party one six company. Yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Cock- Cockney Future Man, Ultra Future Cockney Violent Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you you can't put Ultra and Violent in there. That's way too close to yeah, the it's copyright. Too close. <laughs> they'll they'll get you, maybe sort of. You, okay, it would be super, and instead of violent, it would be violet. It, so it'd be like Vi- super violet future guy. <laughs> or like a red timepiece or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> so all of that weird kink talk was a segue into the character of Alex. Was, was, yeah, pretty was, much. It kind of worked out the really loose good segue in everyone's favor. Yeah. <laughs> super, super loose. We're shooting from the hip today. We <laughs> Speaking of shooting from the hip and Michael McDowell and everything. Malcolm. Um, Malcolm McDowell. Ma- Michael McDowell looks like I accidentally Google searched first and it looked like Kenny Rogers' clone. Oh, no. Um, yeah, Whoa. it was not right. I, I had to, like, interrupt the podcast with my, like, confusion and disgust. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, weird oh. that, it's weird that Google didn't just know better. Like, Google was not, like, no, you mean Malcolm McDowell. Nobody yeah, means Michael McDowell. He's fucking in everything. <laughs> Michael McDowell, if you're listening, um, get off the internet, please. <laughs> just delete your page, please. Yeah, delete God. everything. You're getting in the way of people looking for Malcolm McDowell. To oh, realize that's for all that of you, Michael was... McDowell's out there. Yeah, for looking. What do you think you collectively are? Looking for legitimate McDowell's. Yeah, I'm gonna go on Facebook and just harass. All... No, I won't do that. That's terrible. I can link me back to shit. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna promote, support, or condone that. Yeah, don't. Everybody, leave leave Michael McDowell alone, listeners. Yeah, give give him a high five if you see him, like a real one, like a proper not one, an like angry. You mean it. Like do the yeah. do the elbow trick where you look yeah. at the elbow so you, you don't gotta, miss. You can't high five without the elbow trick. That's just, just hoping you fuck up. <laughs> that's that's the only thing. Um, but yeah, Malcolm McDowell shooting from the hip, bringing it into video game things. But this is gonna tie into a toy thing as well at the end of it. Yep. I've I've rediscovered Fallout Three. Oh yeah, and <laughs> Malcolm McDowell is like blaring through the radio constantly in that game <laughs> yeah like yeah yeah he's like i'm i'm positive it's him or someone who like sounds exactly like him uh who like he plays the president of this like wasteland oh yeah he uh, totally was the president yeah yeah malcolm mcdowell fallout 3 yep that's him so he <laughs> You can hear him being like, ah, the Enclave, and stuff. And I'm like, oh man, I, I don't, what the hell? Um, but yeah, I, this is a game that I was like, 
I'm, I'm like, okay, this is this is wide open. Explore the apocalypse, the game, and after the first like two hours of being a baby or some shit, I was I was ready for some wandering. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Megatons of town, that's awesome. I'm a fuck on off over this way, and I, I find myself in the, the the quaint little community of Greyditch, which is overrun with fire ants. And by that I mean they're giant ants that shoot fire, and I um. I was grossly under level for that. So, so I you got mur- you got murdered by ants really hard. Oh my god, I was I was trapped. Like I actually couldn't leave. I couldn't find a way out. I kept circling it, and it wouldn't let me fast travel out of there. Yeah. So I, I like I shelved the game. I I put the game right next to Dark Souls and was like, I'll come back to you eventually. And I'm like, I I'm like I can't like. Well, why is everyone like this game? It's like. That's I, I can't I don't understand. I don't understand. So last week had a couple friends over and stuff like that and my friend Peter, he is like huge into uh Fallout and like well Fallout three in New Vegas specifically. And I was like it came up and he's like, Oh fuck, pop it on, let's see, let's see if we can get you out of there. So we're doing it and he's like, Okay, so I'm not gonna show you how to do it. I'm just gonna watch you for a bit and make fun of you the entire time you're doing this. He's insulting me, laughing at me, fucking dying from these ants. He's like, okay, I'm going to show you something you can do when you're stuck in any Bethesda game. So he goes over to a pile of rubble and just jumps over it till he jumps over the, like, boundaries in the game. (laughs) And gets me out of there. Uh, So I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) So I'm, like, actually playing Fallout 3 now. And and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. And I've been on this, like, I want to do more cool and buy more cool post-apocalyptic shit. That's awesome. Um, every, everyone discovers shit when they discover shit, right? So it's, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter that that game is, like, a fucking decade old now. Um, it's almost. In two years it will be. But it's it's a really, really good game, and that's awesome that you're getting into it. And it's great for you because you can binge it, so once you finish Fallout 3, you can just like hop right into New Vegas and go nuts. Oh man, um, yeah. They're, I... they're wonderful games. Like uh, I Fallout 1 and 2 taught me how to read way better, and also introduced me to a really grim, dark sense of humor, which you probably found... <laughs> prevalent on this podcast um but yeah that's awesome man yeah i'm i'm surprised the only funny thing though too is like because i've got like a friend who's an aficionado on it i'm like hey help can you help me out with this he's like yeah for sure but he's also like it's it's just like where he's like okay go go have fun go in here really quick like i'm gonna watch you suffer for a bit he'll like for every three bits of like good information he gives me, he'll throw in something terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I did, I did one quest where I had to like go to one of the vaults and get like a violin out of it and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't do like I waited to do that quest like way on." He's like, "But when you finish it, go go to the east and check out this uh, this town called." Uh, New Oldale. It's it's like a pre-war city and stuff like that. It's got some pretty cool stuff in it. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds sounds about right. 
Like, he hasn't steered me wrong yet. I get myself in there. Three death claws run at me. <laughs> at once. And, like, for those of you out there who haven't played Fallout, death claws are basically, like, the dragons of the game. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, non... They're the toughest non-boss creatures. Yeah, they just destroy you. So, three of them. Yeah. In in a row... <laughs> like I like texted him up right away. I'm like, what, what the hell? What the shit? And he's like, <laughs> like there's death claws in there. Did you know? And he just fucking laughs at me. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, you're like a prima strategy guide if it were written by Satan. <laughs> oh shit, was it Brody Games? Brody Games? Strategy? Oh, Brody, <laughs> more like Grody Games. Grody Games. Um, <laughs> That's that's awesome, man. Um, if you've really got the gumption after you finish that game and take on New Vegas, you should play it in survival mode. It'll blow Ooh, your mind. Ooh, is that the, like the bare minimum? You get nothing. Type um, of? You gotta eat, you gotta drink, and you uh, your ammo has weight. Oh, so it's basically just this game. Oh no, the ammo doesn't have weight. No, ammo doesn't have weight, so you can carry as much. Uh, as many rockets as you want in your backpack whereas yeah. if you're playing new vegas and you have it on weight you basically you have to sort of ration what bullets you're gonna take on your route from town to town oh yeah it's pretty crazy it's That's super too fun. much realism i think i'm out <laughs> i quit i'm done with fallout yeah like, oh, fuck. i have to think about stuff more than usual no thanks um uh, fallout 4 had some cool toy stuff that they did yeah yeah they did funko did like some like legacy i don't know if they're six or seven inch but they did um legacy they're, they're were they called six, legacy right? no they were i forget what the no, brand legacy. was yeah, it was their legacy line um yeah um, and they look they look pretty good yeah actually we still have a couple of the um the lone wanderer from uh fallout 4 i might yeah. pick in his like vault one 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 armored Jumpsuit. jumpsuit so i think i might pick that it's not like the best looking toy compared to uh the power armor yeah but since i'm on such a kick and we've got like a few of them i'm just gonna say yeah fuck it and grab that yeah part of part of me wanted to go ape shit and army build with it and then i was like dude you got no money <laughs> like you don't don't army <laughs> build with these <laughs> yes because that's the one that like everyone's gonna buy anyway yeah so it's like you can't even wait for that to go on clearance. Did you see um, the three zero one six Brotherhood of Steel armor there, dude? Yes, that was actually going to be my my eventual tie-in to the whole Malcolm McDowell kinky Fallout fuck 'em ups. Okay, sorry, um, I I, ru- I ruined your segue. No, Tell the no, people, no, no, Tony. no. It's good. It means we're on the same wavelength. I'm mm. picking up your channel. That's nice. a good thing. You're picking up my where... McDowell broadcast. <laughs> you'll be the enclave and i'll be galaxy news and we'll just bicker <laughs> a little bit i don't know <laughs> um no it's 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 cool i'm like i'm actually appreciating it a lot more um other than just like oh it's a cool looking giant piece of armor that's fun mm-hmm. um but no apparently like all of the uh the armor is removable and you can see like the endoskeleton frame and everything. Yeah. So there were some pictures of it at uh I think it was the Thailand Toy Expo. 
some uh, some newer prototype pictures, and uh, it's looking pretty pretty fancy. Yeah, it looks wonderful. Yeah, I want I want to hear your thoughts on it. Like, I didn't know you were such a like a big fan of the Fallout franchise, so this makes it actually a little bit more. I'm a humongous fan of the Fallout franchise. Um, I saw the the prelim photos. Like, they were I think it I think the version I saw was like white plastic. Like, it might not have even yeah. been like a realized one. It might have just been like a CAD model of it. And this was, like, Ooh, okay. super early days that I saw the photos of it. And it looked really, really good. And I was like, fuck, because, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, re- like, it's not in the budget. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't get to buy those big toys whenever I fucking feel like it. Um, yeah. But it, it looks incredible. And it's, it's, for me, it was amazing to see because, again, like I mentioned earlier, like, Fallout 1 and 2, uh definitely enhanced my abilities uh in the reading department when i was Mm -hmm. younger and also introduced me to a lot of adult themes and concepts and things i just didn't really have any basis for like um like real like life and death sort of morality and the concepts within those games like um have you played the first two um i remember i remember playing them at a friend's place okay when I was like super young, so not really fully getting what was going on, but okay. I remember like little bits and pieces of stuff. Yeah, but it was like top down, almost Diablo esque, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had like sort of a yeah, and it worked on a hex grid, and it was turn based combat. Um, yeah. So yeah. spoiler alert: I'm gonna spoil a game that's old as shit right now. That, that's cool. Um, I need to know these things. So for that game, teaching me things uh, again, teaching me. Uh, better better reading skills because it was it there were there were characters that had dialogue and had and had audio and lines but mm-hmm. basically 99% of the characters was text so you did have to read um but that that game also uh it was it was the first time a video game made me feel feelings like real like sadness sadness and sorrow and actual emotion like i i grew up um playing playing computer games pc games and like of course playing warcraft i was like woo strategy yeah, yeah. and and zug zug and orcs and playing <laughs> older than that playing like monkey island one and two i'm like oh adventure and puzzles that i barely know how to solve and then i discovered game trait or what was the website game facts where you could look shit up um oh yeah yeah so yeah, like I I had run the gambit of video games and ha- and played my fair share, but Fallout at the very end of the game, after you've saved your people in the vault, because the premise is you leave your vault to go find a new water chip, because the the chip that processes the water purification system, uh, the the chip that makes it work is broken, and they only have X amount of days worth of water, so you've got to go fix this fucking chip, and save mm-hmm. them. That's the short version of the story. There's a bit of mutant drama going on as well but after super mutants are always fussing with your ass yes they are (laughs) um yeah they're they're dangerous so dangerous (laughs) um but when you get back to the vault after saving everyone basically the vault or the 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 vault overseer says to you the vault dweller the the guy who left he says Mm -hmm. like you've been out in the wasteland too long like if you come in here you're gonna change everything about this place and you're gonna be our demise so thank you for what you did but see you later 
and they just <laughs> lock you out of your home. And, like, I didn't know how to handle that as a kid. That fucking, like, blew my mind. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what a huge sacrifice. Like, I mean, I personified within that character. I've, I've, I've lived through that character. It is a role-playing game, after all. And I was like, after all the hardship I went through to save these people and to save you guys you're right like it's they weren't wrong they were totally right and it hurt and it was interesting and it was <laughs> quite an experience oh oh wow yeah shit huh. that 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 all being said i think the 3a toy looks fucking excellent <laughs> <laughs> yeah it really does and like no it's funny that you mentioned the whole like the personification thing um I have it. I have a really hard time, and I don't. This isn't like a weird narcissistic thing. It might be a more like immersion thing. Yeah. But anytime a video game has the like character creator type thing, I almost kind of like inadvertently make myself. Oh, totally. In the game. And it was funny because, yeah, they were over again yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And, uh,. I was in one of the tunnels and like I did the vats thing and he was like, "Ah, oh, you fucking casual," <laughs> but trying to like hit anything outside of three without vat the like, I think the thing that adds that almost kind of turn based mechanism into the game, mm-hmm. um, it'll actually like it'll like do almost kind of like a little bullet time slow down scene, and it like did a, a close up of my character. And he was like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's unsettling. It looks like you. <laughs> I'm like, but do, do you not do you not do that? Do, do, do you not do these things? Is it just a me thing? No, it's not a you thing. I totally do that in games too. Okay, good. Yeah, dude, my, com- it, it... my Commander Shepard looked rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, mine did too, but that's probably because of like the graphics engine of the first game no i'm kidding i played i played as a female shepherd because i wanted to dike out on the internet oh man no i'm kidding i didn't i i can't do it i can't play uh i can't swap genders in games because i do the the putting myself into the game like i build myself when i play games usually like mm-hmm. a, mo- a more handsome version of myself like i don't go and like take the like waist slider and put it all the way up or anything but i do that yeah you go full on <laughs> every once in a while i will like um i think it was fable three i made my guy kind of fat oh, the, like the, the, the fable fat place. thing looked really weird in that game like really unsettling oh yeah i looked like a young santa claus oh yeah it was with a hammer <laughs> what a game but like with um I think it was like the the Saints Row third and fourth games. The fat slider wasn't even really that fat. You just looked kind of like muscly, like hmm. muscle big. And I'm like, oh, oh, hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I did make my guy look like me, but gave him like the super British Jason Statham accent. Oh yeah, yeah. If I could choose an accent to have in real life, I would just be Jason Statham. Totally. <sighs> He's man dreamy. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Anyway, toys. Yeah. Toys are fun. 
Um, so Gundams were your recent acquisition. Yep. Um, my recent acquisition was something kind of neat and kind of fun and a combination of re- of acquisitions actually. Okay. So I managed to, f- and this was like something I missed out on, like during initial release. So I'm pretty stoked that I got to be patient and like Vulture went out. But the uh, DX9 Trans Number Four Mers um, Optimus Prime upgrade upgrade set. Okay. So I bought a third party set off of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um. And it converts your. Um, okay, so when the Transformers movie came out, the the Voyagers that they released was like. Was a Galvatron, um, was an Optimus Prime, who transformed into his like old school cab mode, which is kind of sweet. Um, sorry, one sec, I'm just gonna Google up this guy, just because I don't want to accidentally say the wrong Prime that he turns into. <clears throat> okay, so it was the Evasion Mode Optimus Prime. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen that or like what your general take on the Transformers movie verse bots look like are, but, um, this turns this figure into like a totally, completely different looking toy. Cool. And I kind of mean that in the best ways possible. That's, that's awesome. I, um... With the with the new movie, zzz, with the new movies and the the toys that go with, I don't really have an opinion because I never I've never watched a Michael Bay Transformers film. No, no, I just didn't do it. I just didn't get involved. No, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, I, I don't don't really blame you. I've seen I've seen a bunch of the uh, the RCs. That they did for the Bayformers, and they were the most heinous <laughs> things I'd ever seen. But I mean, that's not to say that like an MP scale, or an, or rather an MP version of a of a Bayformer wouldn't be awesome. Like I mean, giant robots are fucking dope. Yeah. Actually, there is a company that has been making uh, MP versions of those, or at least the Prime of the Evasion Mode Prime. And the uh, Cherry Bomb Show. That's what Adam picked up. Oh, okay. Cool. For essentially what was uh, 10 bucks more than my MP clampdown. Oh, crazy. And for like quadruple the size. Wow. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so this, uh, th- this kit turns the uh, Evasion Mode Movie 4 Prime into a Power Master-esque Prime. Which is the like the cool Japanese one? Um, he's got like the wings and the shoulder cannons and the chromy chromy chest. And oh fuck, I like I love this toy. The, the best part about it too is it like I could take everything off the toy, but just keep the upgraded head, and I'd be so I would be like leaps and bounds ecstatic about it. Like, I just, I still can't really get fully behind the movie Prime face. It just doesn't really work for me. Yeah, that's fair. Like, if there's one thing, like, I... 
and I try not to like harsh too much of it. Like I've got a few movie toys because you know they're they're shits and giggles, but like I don't know, the faces have always been the one thing that just kind of throws me off about them. Um, but yeah, so I picked this up and I'm super stoked and everything. But the one thing that I was like, oh, this this could really use like the one the one part that's not super fleshed out were the uh, the forearms. So you just have the straight up forearms from the evasion mode prime, and uh, he's got the weird panels, like the truck mode panels go over his hands. So you just have like floaty hands with like sleeves that are too long. Hmm. And I'm like, how can I how can I fix this? So a little while ago, when I was like trying to get bits and bobs and pieces. <clears throat> for like 3a customs and things like that a uh, buddy of mine was doing pricing for another toy shop and i was visiting him and stuff and he got the uh the maka toy upgrade set for the uh the g2 optimus prime so it wasn't the actual g2 prime it was the like generations remake of the g2 prime so it came with like a whole new tanker and a new head and some new arms and pants for him. And it looks really cool. I've actually got that on my G2 Prime. But he got one of these sets and we were going through it. And I'm like, oh, do you want to like hear something kind of shitty about this? He's like, oh, what? Two of the, the leg pieces were the exact same side. So instead of there being a right leg and a left leg, there were two left legs. No! And this is like after they already paid for the lot and everything. So he's like, fuck, dude. I'm like, he was pretty upset about that. But he's like, well, you know what? If you want, just like 10 bucks right now, you can just take this set. And I'm like, you know what? It's bits and pieces that I'd be using anyway. So let's fucking do it. But because of that, I now had new forearms for this Prime. Oh, I see. That's awesome. So you didn't it, even need those legs. No, no. And, oh my god, I am so glad that I hung on to these for a while. They clip in, but not super secure, so I need to do a bit of finagling. Mm-hmm. But just, oh man, this Prime with, like, proper upgraded forearms is just, oh, I'm doing the finger lip explosion right now. Just, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, it might just me be being biased because I'm like, oh, a toy I made or toy I put extra things onto looks cool now. Um, it just it looks cool. It looks really cool, and I'm like extra happy I picked it up for super cheap off of a buddy of mine. That's awesome, man. Well, not super cheap. It was a fair price too. He it was the one he offered. I wasn't lowballing either. I'm like, yeah, make me an offer and I will take it. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the Makatoys set, it, uh, it upgrades into a laser prime. So it came with, um, there's a sword that's in the comics that, like, certain members have. And they're almost kind of like Cybertronian samurai swords. Uh, so it came with one of those. And, like, the hilt is removable. And the, uh, the laser prime sword has a removable blade, so I'm like, oh, let's see if these fit together. Lo and behold, they do. So now my Power Master Prime has nice, beefy 
forearms that can hold his two guns that come with the DX9 upgrade, as well as a like a laser sword that I made or kind of made. Nice for you, this toy. You should throw up some pics on the uh, the Instagram for the toy channel. Oh, you know I will. You know as I will, and I think I even have like another one of those primes so I can do a, a side by side before and after. Nice. Man, you're so, killing yeah. it, dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty happy. I uh, that was my like only real toy pickup this week, which is probably good space wise. <laughs> I shouldn't be grabbing more toys. That's rad. Yeah, pretty happy. It's been a while since I've picked up anything like Transformers wise that wasn't an, an MP. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Pretty happy. It's looking good. That and um, I guess Transformers toy related news also as well as well as well. Um, the Titans Return toys have been started. Um, people have started seeing them in retail. Uh, I believe closer to the east side. So it's only a matter of time before we start seeing the new wave of Transformers coming out. Cool. So if you liked Headmasters, it's time to get more Headmasters. <laughs> that time has come. The time has come. More Masters of the Head. Um, I have another. Uh, I have another little spot of news here too. Ooh yeah, let's do it. Not Transformers related. Um, oh. It's uh, it's actually an old friend of ours is now is is coming back an old an old toy friend an old friend we haven't talked about oh that's uh you remember uh, old as shit burger face Han Solo oh my god so if you weren't excited enough about the black series and you thought that maybe you should spend way too much money on an old as shit jerky cheeseburger Han Solo uh, Hot Toys is doing what I'm calling a chew pack. This is a chew pack because you get Chewbacca and old as fuck Han Solo. And oh get God. this. Oh, it gets it gets so much better than that, Tony. You're not even ready for this news segment because <laughs> you can you can either have your Han Solo with gloves on or no gloves on or a scarf or a no scarf on. What? Comes with a removable scarf? I know. It's Whoa. It's, he is accessorizing. I know. It's some crazy shit. Does it come with like, like a, a like a plug that if you take out, there's a hole that you can like nestle in a lightsaber blade? Oh, that'd be amazing. Because I would. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'd call that. Three, three pack. people out there are screaming right now <laughs> and want my head. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I, I thought I had to bring it up because I hadn't seen oldest shit Han in Toy Farm in a while, and. Uh, uh... The good that news is the good news is me. is the the head sculpt definitely captures the uh, the dead inside look. So, <laughs> like, I'm doing this so people can leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> you either live long enough to be <laughs> on solo, or end up dying as Dengar. No, you die as young Han Solo or live to be Dengar. Wait, you either. Get shot in the chest by Greedo, or live to become Drippy Cheeseburger Han Solo. There we go. That's, I think, I see, same wavelength, same radio channel. <laughs> you get, you got me, fam. <laughs> you got me. 
All right, everybody, thanks for joining us here on the podcast. I'm really glad we got to have a quick chat about uh, our old friend Dengar and our old friend Drippy, old as shit, cheeseburger face Han Solo. Uh, we missed him. We missed both those guys, so it was good to have them back on the podcast. We, we, we um, need to be reminded of the fucking cruelty of fate. We do. We need to. We need to be reminded that we're confined by our own mortality. Um, so yeah, it was great having you guys. Thanks for joining us again. Um, we will try and do some more Instagram posting. Um, feel free to DM us on Instagram if you want to ask a question. That would be yeah. kind of fun to do a little Q and A or something like that. Um, or if you just need to know what the best taco shop in Victoria is, you can DM that and we'll get back to you on the next episode of the podcast. Anyways, thank you for joining us here today. Was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we kick it? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna leave us with a little hook instead of a poorly thrown together phrase that makes no sense. So tune in next week to find out what happens when one of your favorite fat pieces of shit, a.k.a. me, wanders himself into a Whole Foods. <laughs> a little self-deprecation here at the end of the episode <laughs> just a little bit a little bit to get everyone at home feeling like <laughs> oh that sounds sad and funny <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks again That's for joining us for season 2 <laughs> sad and funny fat and Good funny morning to world <laughs> alright thanks again for joining us guys and remember this is I'm doing a throwback to last episode because I had such a fun time talking about it and remember folks easy bake oven for a Dr. Dreadful food lab is a notoriously bad trade catch you next time see ya